Hey, come fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. Hey everyone, welcome in to another episode of Basketball Babble, where we talk about all things. Hey, laughing, in the I heard NBA. it was recording. Okay. <laughs> we talk about all things in the NBA, latest news, information, reports. Um, of course, we're right here in the middle of the playoffs. Um, so we got a lot to talk about. So I'm your host, Trev, as always, and I'm joined here by uh we've got Hefe, man. What's going on with you, Hefe? What's up with you? You look pretty uh Pretty, uh, I don't even know what this is you have on. You've got some sunglasses. You've got a hat. You've got like a, a do-rag that's not tied up. It's, it looks kind of odd. And you've got a red solo cup, man. And you've got a you've got a shirt in the back of your um your little studio. What does that say? I haven't seen that in your setup before. What is that? Uh, man, that right there. Shout out Eddie Guerrero. Latino Ooh. Heat, man. It's Cinco de Mayo. Got to do a big red solo cup. Don't worry about what's in my cup tonight, fellas. But I'm here for business. I had to touch down right off the jet private back from Miami just to do this show with y'all, man. My brother was on PJ, guys. He was on PJ. Pretty impressive. Um, so that's cool. Okay, you just got back from Miami. Um, that's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Glad you could join us for this edition of Basketball Battle, man. I'm really glad you're able to make it in time. The PJ helps. It's fast. Very fast. A lot of fuel, though. A lot of fuel for that. Uh, but let's get over to my man, TP, who's going by TP Sinatra today. TP, how's it going? What's up with you? Tell the people what's happening. I want to wake up in a city that doesn't sleep and find that I'm number one, top of the list, head of the heap, king of the hill. And that is New York. TP's feeling good, man. Good old, feeling like Mr. Sinatra, you know? We're just loving it all, man. The we series is tied. Day. Series is tied. Series is tied. Series is tied. Mr. Benson decided to play. Um, I'm sure David Stern would love that because the NBA is always good when New York is good. When New York is relevant, it's always good for the league. It's always good for basketball. The Mecca is alive and well. Spike Lee had a smile on his face. I had a smile on my face. Everything was good. It's very stressful. I'm sure I developed a gray here and there, but we're good. You see my glasses? This, these glasses are almost an ode to Spike Lee, if we're being honest. Got the, the circular rims, the the different browns here and there. Very Spike-esque. Mm. But all is well, man. You know, it's, mm. it's Cinco de Mayo. Yes, um, it is. I don't know. I really don't know whose holiday this actually is, but that's a different conversation for a different podcast. Well, you know, I've, I've had my Corona. So I had my Corona and I had my tequila for today. Hey, okay. That's all. That's all that matters, man. Um, celebrating a little Cinco de Mayo. Hey, what, are those, what are those glasses, brother? Can you even see through those? Are those he cannot see. You know he cannot Hey, bro, see. I'm blocking you out because you're the biggest hater I know. I'm sorry, that's what I'm the- doing. That's that, why that I got shirt, him on. I'm blocking you out today. Does that shirt say Latino Heat back there? Yeah, it does. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. You got something to say? On Cinco de Mayo. Interesting. Yeah, because we bring in the heat. <laughs> this guy. Hey, all right. Hey, hey, hey. All right, all right. Yeah, right, you want to start early? Guys, guys. No, we're not going to start. We're not going to start. I'm going to start. And then you guys can, you know, add on to it. So let's get into the Kings and the Warriors happened with this series so obviously the Warriors you know they packed up the Kings the beam did not get lit for a final time um in game seven um they just weren't ready they were not ready for 
the Warriors, they were not ready for Stephen Curry. They were not ready for Steph Curry's 50 points, man. I mean, he's the only player in NBA history to get 50 points in the game seven. Pretty monumental, um, pretty big deal. I've never been done before. I mean, Steph Curry's a top 10 player all time. I mean, the greatest shooter of all time. I mean, that's one of those things you just add to the, you know, to your mythology. You know what I'm saying? Like when Steph Curry's, you know, done and retired, it's like, man, he scored 50 in a game seven. Like, you know, not even on his home floor. I mean, that's, that's impressive. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I didn't, I didn't expect 50. I figured the Warriors might win. So I think the NBA is better when the Warriors are winning and going to the next round against the Lakers. So uh, the 50 points, man, that's, that's impressive. Um, what do y'all got on that one? I mean, we're, we're, we're reaching interesting territory soon because if Steph continues at this pace and somebody who we will be mentioning later on continues at their pace, Steph is going to solidify their position over them as one of the, one of the better players all time on that top 20 list. But we'll get into that guy a little bit later on. He does hail from this area somewhere near here. But no, it, it's incre- it was incredible. Steph Curry dropping 50 in a game seven. We love we love that kind of performance, man. That's that's what really makes a legacy. That's what cements a legacy. I mean, his legacy was pretty much already cemented, but you know, it's kind of like, all right, we're here on the we're near the what did you what you call it? The farewell tour. We're near that point. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. you know, why not? You know, why not make it interesting? We get to see LeBron versus Steph one last time, probably. I mean, we're not we're not short of any anything as of yet. Not sure of any entertainment. However, um, kudos to the Kings taking it to seven. Domitas Sabonis is exactly who I thought he was after those ruined parlays earlier this season that um, forced me into early gambling retirement. Probably to my, you know, probably to the betterment of my mind state or you know my mental state and stability. But yeah, he's he's just not the guy, man. He just he's not he's not built for any sort of big moment. Darian Fox, Darian Fox. Um, it's, it's a shame that we won't be able to see him later on in the postseason because he played excellently. I think he is the second highest scoring player in their first playoff outing outside of LeBron James. So, uh-huh. you know, so, you know, it's, it's, it's sad to see the Kings go down. I'm, I'm still happy for Mike Brown winning coach of the year, but yeah, I mean, with the NBA was going to let the Warriors go out in the first round. We get LeBron versus Steph Curry as possibility in a way. I mean, yeah, Sacramento versus LA is cool too, but it's not the Chris Webber versus Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Chris, Chris, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, Lakers and Kings. This is Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox versus. I mean, LeBron. Malik and Monk's a cool, baller, but, by the way. He's a baller. Come on, man. Malik come on, Monk man. is. Malik Monk is is not. It's uh, not a Mike Bibby. He's not a Doug Chris. He's not a Peja. There's no history between Vladi or between Malik Monk and the Lakers, like Vladi and the Lakers. Like, come on, man. Let's. Let's be serious. Let's let's just let's get realistic here. Yeah, man. But though, first and foremost, shout out the Kings, man. They they took it to seven with the defending champs, the Warriors. Let us not forget these guys are still the defending champs. But Curry was just too much, man. It was just insane. Fifty points, man. Who would have ever thought we would have saw that from 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 anybody in, in Game Seven? Shout out Steph Curry, man. What a show. And I, I got to watch a little bit of that. It was great to witness. Um, but, you know, Kings next year, I think I think they'll go ahead. I think they'll be a good team, a solid team. Um, other than that, man, 
Let's see what happens in the next round with the Warriors. Yeah, let's see. I mean, currently that series is it's tied, but I mean it's it's the Lakers series all all day. But we'll we'll talk about that another time. I've got no. I'm not going to cut it out. It's going to happen. But let's get into the Memphis Grizzlies, guys. Uh, the Grizzlies, they weren't scared about anyone. They weren't worried about anyone in the West, and um, they got sent home. You know, uh, <laughs> they got sent home by LeBron James, man. So, uh, you know, since the Memphis Grizzlies lost um, uh, to the Lakers, they have since um, put out a statement. <laughs> they said that uh, Dylan Brooks, uh, who ran his mouth pretty much the whole series and, you know, had a lot to say um, and refused to interview with the media, um, they said under any circumstances, he will not be brought back to the team. Um, I thought that was a bit unnecessary. Under any circumstances, I mean, to say that he's, you know, not going to resign or just something like that is, you just say that. Like, to say under any circumstances, that is just, I feel like LeBron James wrote that himself. Like, he just <laughs> he just added that piece on. But, man, I mean, it's looking like his future is not too bright. Um, there's talk about he could be out of the NBA soon. Uh, I don't see that happening. I mean, because he is a good player, but he's not a he's not a shooter. I mean, I think he can play defense, or that's what he's supposed to be known for. So, um I feel like a team will go for him, but if he's blacklisted, no one's going to sign him. So where is Dylan Brooks next season? Who is, who is he playing for? And do we think LeBron actually sent this out, this message, <laughs> under any circumstances? Um, he's not coming back. Because <laughs> that was just extra, man. He didn't have to say all that. At this point, and, and you know what? It's going to be confirmed. If Dylan Brooks is not in the NBA next season, LeBron runs the league uh, completely. That's that's just what it is. That's just how it is at this point. He may not get a ring every year, but he runs the league as far as what's going on with these players. Because, but I mean, even Shaq though, Shaq was talking about how how Dylan Brooks really can't play the game of ball that good anyway, so he probably won't be in the league next year. <laughs> so we might see China loading up for him real soon. We might see a G League team pick him up. Matter of fact, we talked about uh, what was that last episode? The Blazers are getting ready to uh, start their G League soon. So hey. Dylan Brooks, call the Blazers, man. Yeah, I mean, under no circumstance. I mean, they said that Dylan Brooks' agent said that Sham Sharnia is basically spreading misinformation that the Warriors, I mean, sorry, the Grizzlies did not say that at all. But for what it's worth, there's no reason for Dylan Brooks to be in the NBA after what he did to his team. Granted, John Morant is probably the bigger problem with what he did off the court and kind of how he messed up the chemistry with this team. I feel like there's an underlying issue that's not being talked about there with John Morant, but because Dylan Brooks is the easier scapegoat and just going to use him because, you know, he said he poked bears and the Lakers came alive after he said what he said, and that's fine and dandy. You know, for the Lakers, obviously, and the Grizzlies are going to take much offense to that because without Dylan Brooks, the Grizzlies probably quietly get the Lakers out of there. You know, I'm sorry, without Dylan Brooks saying what he said, um, you know, LeBron probably doesn't come alive. This team doesn't take offense to that. And we're probably looking at a Warriors-Grizzlies series. But here we are. Dylan Brooks probably will find a team to pick him up. The Wizards probably will. That's what the Wizards do. They always sign players that are just, you know, bottom of the barrel in the league. Somebody else's trash is the Wizards' treasure. And, you know, the worst part is – For the the listeners. The worst part is the Grizzlies offered him a contract extension. At, at one point during the season, which he declined. Idiot. 
I mean, so that's what you get for being the villain, brother. Getting the villain with no kills. It's like when Batman looks at he the, said, he said, he said, he said he wasn't, he said he wasn't the villain, though. He said he wasn't trying to play that role. So, yeah, uh, too bad he called himself Dylan the villain. People, like, he, did he forget about that? He, he forgot, obviously, he forgot about it. That's what happened. Hey, hey, no other hey run the, he, hey, should we run the tape back? <laughs> yeah, run it back, run it back. We go out hey, the hey, Jeff, hey, clip that up. You got, you got to put the tape down. You got to put the tape down. He's one of those um, criminals that Batman just walks by. He's like, you're not, you're not worth my time, brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, so guys, um, there was some pretty big news um this week um in the coaching department that I definitely definitely gotta address here. So the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, Mike uh Budenhauser, I pronounce his name, right? Yeah, Budenhauser, I think so. Anyways, he was let go, he was dismissed, terminated, um, deleted, removed from his position. Um, as head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks after the Bucks' uh, first round exit to the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler, um, also known as Hemi Butler to some. But um, yeah, I mean, that was a disastrous um, coaching display. Um, but I was very, very surprised that he was let go um, from a coach that just won a championship, what, two seasons ago? Um, very, very surprising. Um, I understand he made some blunders. Um, I understand that this Heat team was only the sixteenth sixth team in NBA history to defeat a uh, one seed uh, from the eight seed, uh, but I mean, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like it was a bit of an overreaction. I don't know. There could have been some internal issues going on, and this was just kind of the reaction. Um, for all we know, Bud could have been showing up just like completely trash work every day. You know, we we don't know, and this was kind of like this catalyst. Um, so really, really interesting to me, um, particularly because I was reading something about um, like his brother or his brother-in-law, a family member had uh, passed away um, during the series or something to that effect. But um, I'm not sure you guys heard about that part. But um, I mean, what do you think about this firing? I mean, that was like very much a um, for a coach that kind of just won. That was that was interesting. I mean, your star player got hurt. Normally, when your star player gets hurt, that kind of gives you like the insurance that you know. You're not gonna lose your job. Well, no, I mean, because you're they lost. They I know Giannis had that whole uproar, like oh, the Chiefs are not a failure, did it this day and the third. But the Bucks, for what it's worth, should have gotten them at least two out of the last three. I mean, even with Chris Middleton kind of limited in his play and things of that nature. The Bucks were the number one seed this year falling to the eight seed, to Jimmy Butler in the heat. This season is a failure, and you're not going to get rid of Giannis. Giannis is a generational player, so who's next on the list? You're not going to get rid of Drew Holiday. You need that guy. Chris Middleton is the hooper, and Budden, what is it? I don't know. I'm going to say Budenhauser. Yeah, Budenhauser, I'm sorry. Yeah. Doesn't really make any adjustments when need to or need be. Um, he definitely didn't force Giannis to – uh, discover a mid-range jump shot or to work and obtain a mid-range jump shot. That's how he ended up getting injured. Because a lot of these players, if you, you know, if you, if you work and develop a mid-range jump shot, then your game expands. And now we're looking at the Bucks playing the Knicks and probably sweeping the Knicks, but you got to get rid of somebody. It's a shame that it had to be Budenhauser, but I'm sure he'll find another team to join and, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know who the Bucks have lined up to hire to fill his fill the vacancy but I, I just feel like they they scapegoated him 
because Giannis is almost a one-trick pony at this point on offense, at least. He just likes to barrel or run over people and go as close to the rim as possible. I mean, yeah, he can make a three here and there, but there's no – I don't really see much of a development in his game aside from his strength. He just bullies everybody, man. You, He doesn't really have any finesse, doesn't really have much of a bag, as the young kids say. You know, there's not really much of a bag there with Giannis. No offense. Still generational player, top three, top two player in our league right – or in the league right now. I'm saying ours if I'm part of the NBA. It's crazy. Felt good for a second, right? But <laughs> – you know, the, he needs to add more to his game as he's getting older because you can't just keep bullying people. I mean, yeah, Shaq did it, but Giannis, you're not Shaq, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, though, man, he should have he should have got fired uh, before that. That ring saved his life. That ring saved did. his career. It did. It really saved his and life. It saved his it, career. You're if right. that ring never happened, he would have been gone, been booted, been deleted, as you said, Trev. Um, yes. But that ring really saved his career. And – um. He now, got a three-year extension when he got that ring. He got an extension for three years. Exactly. So, but now here's the thing. You lose to the eighth seed. You lose to Miami. Now, there, and I was listening to um, something earlier. They were saying there's two people that you can blame for this. You blame the coach and you blame the guy that did it, Jimmy. Now, you can't do anything about Jimmy. You can't fire Jimmy. Well, they, well, they tried to do something about him. They couldn't do anything about him. So, what do you do? You know, yeah, exactly. So, what do you do next? You go to the next best option. You got to fire the coach. And it was time. I mean, it's been time, honestly. I mean, I don't yeah. like, like TP saying, Giannis ain't getting developed. He's a one trick pony out there. We see it, but he's, he's, he's great at what he's doing. He's, he's doing a good job. They're getting to the top seed, but they're yeah. losing and they're losing when it matters. So somebody's got to step in and teach him how to win. We don't know who that's going to be yet though. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so another piece, uh, 76ers, um, James Harden. I mean, he had an amazing game one against the Celtics, but at 45, um, he looked like Houston, Houston Rockets, uh, James Harden. So, um, you know, they tied that series up on um, the Celtics did, um, you know, so one, one, um, they played tonight and, um, what was the score on that game, guys? What's going on with that one? Which game? The Celtics and the, uh. 76ers? Yeah. 114-102. The Celtics had just won. It's over. Celtics are up 2-1. to Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Celtics, um, you know, I'm not going to say just like we expected, but, you know, I definitely thought this would be a game for the uh, the 76ers to maybe uh, get one. If they got anyone, I figured it might be this one, but um, that didn't happen. Uh, Man, I mean, it's – I mean, Joel got the MVP. Um, We got that news a few days ago. Um, and Hefe, you said this a while back. I mean, um, the only ring that he's getting or trophy or acknowledgement is the MVP. You said the same thing about um, Jokic as well. So it's like, uh, these second rounds are just getting knocked out. They got what they were in this season for, and now it's just it's whatever. So, um, and B obviously did not play game one, um, but still, it's just one of those things that uh, you got to think about. Um, I mean. The series is the series. I mean, I think the Celtics win this one. Um, I never really doubted that, but um, it looks like the 76ers aren't able to put up too much of a um, of a fight outside of the game one. Looking at a gentleman sweep potentially. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, honestly, at this point. And honestly, if they do get gentleman sweep, there's going to be a lot of talk. What's next for What's next for the 76ers? 
you know, a lot, a lot of talk with Harden, a lot of talk with Embiid. Um, and, you know, honestly, look back on it. They should have kept Jimmy, man. That's all I'm going to say about this one. You're probably right about that. I'll keep him. It's, it's unfortunate, but uh, we just have to look at the main fact here. James Harden sold his soul for that game one performance. <laughs> yeah, he did. Sold his soul. Now, I mean, hold on, though. Hold on. Did he sell his soul, or was he able to just work the floor because Embiid was off the floor? Bro, the 76ers have that's P.J. A good, Tucker. That's a very good starting, point. P.J. Tucker is in the starting lineup for the 76ers. They are not serious, bro. They are not serious. Why yeah, would you start? P.J. Because P.J. Tucker is, is a He's solid. a great role player. He's a great yeah. role player, though. Great role player. Bro, I mean, He's solid on old, defense. Bro. That man is a choice a bit. He is. Who do you, so who do you start in place with? Um, looking. Give me a second. No one. Absolutely no one. There's just, there's nobody there's nobody to start in place of him. Unfortunately, when you find that answer, hi, I'm Billy Mays. <laughs> Welcome to Basketball Babble. We have all the answers for you. You look. You need answers regarding basketball. Come here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. I mean, they they, they didn't have a super big rotation. I'm a, we're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna have basketball babble infomercials out. We're gonna have those out coming soon. <laughs> TP Mays, that's gonna be my name. Hi, I'm TP right. Mays, and you're listening so to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have a good, I don't have a good answer for that. Who could have played it over him? But I know you don't. Let's get. I know, we we know you don't. We we told oh, you that. We, okay. We, we okay. tried to save you the trouble. <laughs> no, well, well, you didn't have an opportunity. Anyways, let's get into the Denver Nuggets. Um, they have taken a commanding tour lead um, against the Suns. Um, game three will be happening shortly uh, this evening. I mean, the way things are looking, it looks like Denver is the better team right now. Right now. Um, I think the Suns can get one. But I think that's all that they get. Um that's that's kind of where I'm at with things. I think they just get one. But um yeah, Denver, I mean, it looks like the MVP, the former MVP Jokic and his team are just figuring things out. I mean, um, they were really good at home this season. So I do think it's um not surprising that they were able to win um two games at home. But I mean, game three is a very pivotal game. I mean, I think um, you know, a team with Kevin Durant, uh Devin Booker, um, they'll figure out a way to win this game. But I mean, I don't know how they expect to win the series. We'll see what happens, but that's just um, that's how I'm feeling about this one. Honestly, I have I can tell you, I used to be a staunch Devin Booker hater, but the way he's been hooping, he's averaging about thirty-five points this playoff. It's 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 a shame to see this masterclass by Devin Booker get wasted away because. The Suns just don't have enough pieces. And I don't know if they need to call Charles Barkley. They need to find Kevin Johnson because Chris Paul can't get it done. He's old. You know, this is the karma for all the dirty, all the dirty plays he's committed in his past. I'm just kidding. I, I never want to wish any karma or any, you know, karmic retribution to anybody. But I mean, they, the Nuggets are just deeper. You know what I mean? Like they have a, they have a bench that can get the job done as well. The Suns are very top heavy. And I know we said, I know you guys actually said that. Like, is it time to panic with the Suns when Kevin Durant's hurt? And, you know, Kevin Durant came back in the regular season. It works out. But the regular season of the playoffs, teams like these that are built for these sort of situations, they come alive in the playoffs. And 
you know, initially I'm thinking the Nuggets didn't have that just because, you know, guys like Michael Porter Jr. don't really play defense. Nikolai Joki doesn't play defense. They're actually on right now. Um, but, you know, it, for whatever reason, the Nuggets have come alive and they're playing defense against the Suns team and they have the answers. They have the answers to, you know, not necessarily shut guys down because, again, Devin Booker is going off. Kevin Durant is getting what he needs to get. But they're just taking care of everybody else on the floor, you know what I mean? Not to mention that Chris Paul's now out, now out for, you know, the foreseeable future at least. I don't know. It's weird. But I will say if this Suns team gets swept, we're going to have to have a conversation and we're revisiting the player. We're going to have to have a conversation about Kevin Durant. I love Kevin Durant. But Kevin Durant just doesn't seem serious enough. Like, you know, we talk about, you know, these guys aren't serious. I don't think Kevin Durant is serious enough. Because, you know, he, he's, he's allegedly what? Top five greatest NBA talents we've ever seen. We're not talking about um, accolades or anything. Just, just straight talent eye test. Kevin Durant is one of the best we've ever seen. You know, he, he literally has every facet in his game. And yet, what does he bring it? I mean, what, what's going on? You know, what's going on here? But I don't know. The Nuggets are just, they seem to just be the better team. Sorry, I just went on a rant, but it just, they just seem to be the better team, man. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, keyword, keyword is team. Keyword is team. Suns don't have that team. They don't have a good bench. Starters play a lot of minutes. Um, that just adds up. Um, yeah. yeah and, and it's very better unfortunate. Team. But you know, you know, one thing I want you guys to pay attention to. You talk about their defense. I want you to pay attention to Jokic. Jokic does not get off of his feet. He only gets on his tippy toes. Pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. I'm just yo, yo, I just, yo, hefe, hey, hefe. I, want... I, heard, I heard someone say before Jokic cannot jump over a sheet of paper. And I was just not he can't dunk. Bro. Some little kids asked him to dunk. He bro, said he can't. He cannot that is dunk. So crazy, bro. But I just want I just want everybody I want everybody here I want everybody at home that's listening to I just want y'all to pay attention to Jokic when he's grabbing the boards and when he's playing defense and when he's just when he's just playing basketball just pay attention he never jumps he cannot jump he's just on his tippy toes grabbing those boards and he still gets 16 that's crazy Bully ball but yeah, but I will say this also, man. If the Suns don't pick it up here, if they don't win Game Three, they don't get it together tonight. It's it's going to be a sweep. It's in, oh yeah, it's going to be and sweet it's, and, sure. and it's not and it's not going to be pretty for the aftermath. They gave up a lot for KD. They gave up that entire bench, unfortunately, for KD, and now it's going to bite them in the ass. So the wild part is, I think they're going to win. I mean, hey, they should. I mean, they're at home. They, uh, they, you know, they I, got think, I think, I think, I think, I think the NBA would like to see, um, at least five games of Kevin Durant. That's why I'm at with it. So I think they figured this one out. We'll calls were made. Is, Call, calls, calls were made. Is, is what I think. This will be very, this will exactly. be a very interesting series because the Nuggets, wow. the Nuggets are going to punt, the Nuggets are going to punt this game. That's what's going to happen. The calls were made. That's all we need to know. Um, <laughs> that's what I believe anyways. Um, we'll see. We'll see. So let's get into the Los Angeles Lakers. I just want to say, I'm not a Lakers fan per se. Um, at moments and times I've rooted for the Lakers. Um, obviously, um, the year that Kobe passed, um, I definitely would have, you know, I was one of that team to win. I'm a LeBron fan. Um, so anything that, um, LeBron is involved in, I'm all for that. Um, 
and LeBron and AD and the Lakers. I don't want to say they stole game one. It was theirs to begin with, and it was never in doubt. Um, I never thought the Lakers would lose by much if they lost that game, if they lost. And um, they didn't lose at all. They won. They, they, they took Golden State. Um, they, they showed them who's boss. Um, but, yeah, it was really cool, um, you know, just the Lakers kind of coming in there and just kind of doing their thing um, against a team that's so dominant at home. Um, but the Warriors, they came around in game two and you know, really gave it to them. But that's what the Warriors do. I mean, like the stats uh, for them, um, particularly in the playoffs, coming off of a loss is, uh, is pretty ridiculous. So um, I wasn't surprised they handled business. I thought the Lakers kind of punted that game. I feel like they kind of knew the deal. Um, the NBA definitely wants this to go at least six games. There is no way a uh, LeBron James, Steph Curry series is going four games. Like, that's just not going to happen. Um, I do think the Lakers win the next game. I think this series kind of goes just like the Memphis Grizzlies series, series with the Lakers. Um, I've already seen, like, some, you know, patterns, you know, with those uh, with those matchups. But, um, yeah, Lakers in six for me. Um, this Warriors team is just not the Warriors team that we uh, that, that we witnessed in the 2016, 2017, 2018 era. It's just not. Uh, to me, but um, yeah, I think this series still goes six games. Um, it'll be fun to watch. It's super entertaining. Um, LeBron just, I mean, in the first quarter, the first half of game two, I mean, this man was was on something, man. I mean, but um, ultimately they lost. Demon score like 110 points or so. But um, yeah, I mean, what are you guys' uh, thoughts and opinions on this uh, this series, Lakers and Warriors? AD is gonna have to play lights out every game if they're going to stand a chance against the Golden State Warriors. LeBron James can do all that he wants to do, but if Anthony Davis does not show up, they will not win another game. There you go. That's all I got to say. You know, I mean, you look at game one, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to place the blame all on Draymond Green and his infatuation with LeBron. I'm just kidding. Um, but he did blow. No, you said you called it what it was. You called it what it was. <laughs> this man, Draymond Green, went to go watch LeBron break the record. I think he, well, he, he wanted he wanted yeah. to, but Steve Kerr was like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. we're playing Portland. But no, you know, a couple of blown layups, a couple of, you know, uh, mid-range jumps. That's what I mean. AD also had 30 and 23. So... And to FH point, you know, Anthony Davis does have to, you know, excel. He can't lay an egg like he did in game two. I don't expect him to continue to lay eggs. Plus, Clay Thompson hit eight threes, you know, and the Warriors are just clicking all across the board. I do I do think that this series is going to go six or seven. The the league is not going to, you know, basically give us this this one last hurrah. It ends in like four. I mean, it's going to end in ends in five. There's no way we're not we're not getting a gentleman sweep here. If the league does that, I know David Stern will. David Stern will be resurrected himself, and Adam Silver will cease to exist if the NBA lets Golden State and the Lakers only go five games. So, with that being said, I do think it goes six or seven. I do think Steph gives us another one of those historic nights, but I also think LeBron gives us an historic night. Just to, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like like one of those send-offs, you know? It's kind of like, all right, brother, we, we've had an interesting <laughs> rivalry. It's kind of like Kobe and Tim Duncan. It's like, all right, we've been here. We've done this for X many years. Let's just – let's give these guys on, one show. last – one last – exactly. 
one last ride. So it's going to be where exciting. Does, where, where does that show take place? Okay, in, Kevin Durant. In, 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 um, in L.A. or in Golden State? I think, I think LeBron's takes place in Golden State, funny enough. I think LeBron's takes place in Golden State. And what about Curry? I think Curry feeds off the home crowd, so I think Curry also takes place in Golden State. I don't know which games they occur, but – Game five. We'll see. Yeah, um, that's that's a good series right there. I must watch TV. So we will get into, man, we will get into both of you guys, TP and Hefe. You know, your teams are going at it. You know, Miami still game one in the Garden, um, even though Jimmy Butler got hurt. Uh, the Knicks survived game two, and they tied the series. And, um, yeah, we get to see uh, what happens next on Saturday, um, where the Knicks will be in Miami for game three. Um, I already know what side you guys are on, um, but how do you think this game will go? Do you think it'll be close? Do you think it'll be like, you know, your teams will kind of win in like dominant fashion? The first home game for Miami in the series, game three is a pretty big game. Um, Miami has been pretty dominant. I mean, Jimmy missed that second game. So, you know, um, there's that. But, man, um, what do you think? How do you think this game will, uh, will go down? Jimmy's questionable for game three. He's playing. Don't worry. Jimmy's playing. No, he's he's definitely going to play for sure. Worry. He's definitely going to play. 3.30 afternoon game. I can't really call it. I want I want to say the Knicks get right. Julius Randle's not really afraid of this Miami Heat team. Hopefully Mitchell Robinson can stay out of foul trouble because he got he picked up a quick two fouls early in game two, even though the, the Knicks were able to overcome that with, you know, with Hardenstein topping coming in, you know, filling in those minutes. Jimmy Butler does make a huge difference, obviously. But what the Knicks have to do, they can't let guys like, what's the name, Vincent, they can't let Vincent get off because, you know, he, he's been playing excellent these series, this series. Can't let Duncan Robinson hit threes. You got and, and the Knicks have to capitalize on rebounds. We cannot let the Miami Heat continue to get these second chance options. Bam Adebayo has not been playing at the level that we know Bam Adebayo to play at. So that's a good thing for the, that's a good thing for the Knicks. But, you know, at some point he may wake up. I think Julius Randle does give him fits. But, you know, am I am I going to say that the Knicks are, are guaranteed to win game three? I can't call it. I think we're going to be objective here. And I think that the Knicks just have to play really solid basketball. I think Thibodeau can't be a war criminal and place all of his players, you know, force these players into 48 minutes with time when they have solid players on the team. You know, Emmanuel quickly has got to see the floor. Quentin Grimes has got to see the floor. Um, just, just solid rotational basketball, you know what I mean? And, you know, when Julius is on the floor, we can't have him height, you know, just becoming a black hole, move the ball around. Jalen Brunson is excellent at closing games, but we also got to get him involved early. He started off hot in the second game versus the first game where he missed all of his threes, I believe. So, you know, it's it's got to be an all-around effort from all players. And Josh Hart has to continue to be the catalyst for this for this offense and defense as well, so. I do think that. Um, just go ahead and say it. Miami's taking game three. Just, just say it. I'm not going to say that. I think that it's going to be a close game. I yeah, can't, I can't I know. call who's going to win. That's fine. You don't want to call it. I get it. But you want to know something I will tell you? You know the last time Jimmy Bucket stepped in Miami and played a game? He put up 56 points. 
at home. That's the last time Jimmy got to play there. So he's coming back. I'm not saying he's putting up 50, but he'll put up at least 30. And don't worry about Bam. This is Bam's get right game, game three. They say, I think 70% of uh, the teams that win in a tied series go on to win the series in game three. This is a big matchup for the both of us. I'd love to say y'all have a chance, but after what I saw without Jimmy, we had y'all on the ropes. We should have won game two. Let me ask you something. I was going to ask you this pre-production, but I wanted to ask you this now. I wanted to save this for the end. How scared were you? Oh, you're quiet now. Who's Who's scared? Oh, how scared were you game two? I was annoyed. Yeah, game two. I mean, that was like the next look like it, it was. It was about done. To be honest, it looked bad at points. Yeah, like real bad. Yeah, it looked real bad at points. But just know, Jimmy's back. He's coming back, questionable or not. He's playing game three. I just, I just want you to know that. And they can tag it questionable all day up until tip. He's playing. He'll be on the floor, thirty piece at least, and the dub. <laughs> All right, then. We heard it. We heard it here first from Hefe. He's already calling the game for the home team. Who happens with that? Um, but, yeah, that's it. All we got today, uh, this evening, for Basketball Babble. Um, we'll be looking forward to these games this weekend. TP look very serious right now. I don't know if you're distraught or you're just very – I don't know. You look very serious. Um, but <laughs> there's, a, there's a JB versus Jason Tatum argument going on. I'm just kind of int- attentive. I see. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is uh this will be a good weekend for ball. Um we'll be able to kind of you know see some good matchups over the weekend. Looking forward to uh definitely looking forward to this Miami um and uh Knicks game. Pretty fun to watch. Um but yeah, um you guys got anything? TP Hefe, got any last words before we close out? Yeah, this might be all she wrote real soon for the Knicks, man. Might be all she wrote real soon for the Knicks. Hey, I'm not not worried about this, man. Go out, hey, uh, go out there and read some books, and make sure that the uh, the children of the world are not getting involved in gun violence because things are getting crazy. Hey, with the ramp of a layout, what a sellout! Yeah. All right, then. Sellout like the Knicks, man. You're gonna get beat up. Yeah, yeah. I told you, I told you, meet me outside the Mecca. You can come. I'm getting back on a private jet to Miami. You can come meet me in Miami tonight. I mean, yeah. Bring bring Randall if you want. We can get a little two on two. Me me and Jimmy versus you and Randall. We Look, man, tell too. Jimmy just 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 make sure Jimmy Butler's not texting Rachel niggas. That's all you need to worry about. Right? Hey, don't worry about <laughs> what he does in his free time. Just know when he's on the court, he's doing what he needs to do. That's all we need to worry about. Thirty piece in a dub. You you need to hear first. You need to, you need to worry about Jimmy Butler and Trev. You need to get this fight set up with Bud Crawford. <laughs> oh man, I don't know, Mister Mister Trev uh, Trev Spence himself. He looks like Earl Spence, man. I just noticed that. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm gonna. All right, everyone. Yeah, give me out of, out of here. Yeah, get me out of here before I get beat up. <laughs> You're getting beat up tomorrow. Anyways, um, <laughs> this is it for Meet today's me in show. Miami. Check us out on Spotify, um, as well as Apple Podcasts, and um, 
check out our IG pages that we we've mentioned, you know, all the time, every episode. Um, hey, the Knicks are cool. ass. All right. Uh, so that's it. That's it for today's episode. Until next time. Uh, Hot garbage. Yeah, keep, keep listening.